All right, so let's do, we're going to play a game here. <clears throat> well, kind of a game. So we've got our jester. And I don't know if you've been in New Orleans and seen this this guy or experienced him. Um, I'm sure there's lots of people that have had really rough nights from him. But he's going to play a different role here. Inside here, we've got a bunch of questions here. They're all random. So we're going to pull some of these out. And we're going to see how you think on the fly. We'll get those creative juices going. Oh, God. Uh, okay. So we can we can answer rapid fire if you're feeling it. But if there's something that you want to expound on, like go right ahead and then dive into it. But let's just see what we have. Okay, here we go. Tell us something about yourself that's completely off brand. I love to garden. Oh, okay. So Which you have a... <laughs> I'm so not like that person. Like I don't like to get, I don't like to, I, I'm not a, I, I'm not a worker in that. I, I'm not a, I don't, I don't do things like that. I'm, I'm, I, I'm sort of more like fancy pants, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I found gardening during COVID. I'm obsessed with succulents. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. I Are know. I think a lot of people have found, you know, a, 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 a new pastime during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so if, how did, okay, if you're not like, a, we'll call it a worker, you know, how did you deal with that? How did you, did you overcome it or did it just happen naturally? And you're like, I don't have to worry about this. It just happened naturally. And, uh, and I, I just got inspired because like, again, like most people, I we were entertaining ourselves by taking walks around the neighborhood mm -hmm. and I kept looking at other people's, you know, lawns and, and, and landscaping going, I, I can do that. Like that doesn't seem too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and now like you had, everything is all at your fingertips right here, the internet. So it's like, let's just look it up and, and do it. Exactly. There's an app I found called Plant Snap, and it basically scans the plant and tells you exactly what it is. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Plant Snap. Yeah. All right. Plant Snap, you're going to get a plug here. You're lucky. <laughs> you owe Rita. All right. Question two. How does having kids affect your work? Oh, God. Um, it has made me a lot more patient um, and tolerable or tolerant, I should say. Maybe I do tolerable think, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know. maybe. If you ask my son, he would probably have a very different um, uh, response. I do think that, you know, on the subject of play, I do think it makes you more um, inclined to, to, to play mm. in how you approach things. Like you want you know, again, from an activation standpoint, anytime you're thinking about, uh, or I'm thinking about how I partner with a brand, how do I make that engaging and entertaining something that, you know, how do I, how do I bring play into, yeah. into that experience? Yeah. Well, I think too, that's like <clears throat> being able to see, gosh, the other day my daughter came in and she was, she, the thing that she it was entertaining herself with was simple and, and innocent, you know, just like, Having that, that sort of innocent, childlike, you know, um, love for something, I think that that would go a long way with us and what we do and trying to, um, trying to reach an audience, trying to market something, um, trying to just relax a little bit too. Like there was no stress with her. She just was in her own little world. Blah, blah, blah. And I think there's something really powerful about that and how we, how we play and how we work. Yeah. I think, um, what I <clears throat> particularly appreciate is seeing thing, uh, seeing something through my son's eyes, mm -hmm. that perspective that, that we as adults probably are a little bit more jaded, 
but seeing it through his eyes for the first time is just there. It's just such a, a, a fresh experience that you don't necessarily go to, um, yeah. you know, as, as a grown up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's, that's really an interesting way that you put that about as we grow up and as we get older, we, we almost feel like we have too many responsibilities and we have to be serious all the time. Um, but let loose a little bit, have some fun with your job. I mean, look, we've got a, I've got toys all around here. We had toys in our, in our, you know, physical office and it wasn't really to, it wasn't to try to like set this mood, but it was just like, just smile. You know, you look over and you see, you know, Luke Skywalker sitting on someone's desk, like it just makes you smile, you know, or seeing a jester here. And I think there's something powerful about taking the edge off. <laughs> you know, we can't yeah. always take the edge off with, you know, the traditional means at, uh, during the office. So find different ways to, to engage with the people that you work with and be able to laugh and smile. And so that was part of this, 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 you know, video series was like, well, what can we be talking about? That is not the norm. It's like, how, well, how do we play at work? And you know, there, here you go. So I like that. I, that the perspective that you talked about is, well, how do I look at this through my kids perspective? You know, if, if you have kids, if you don't, if you don't have kids, I'm not saying go have one, everybody. Find don't a do it. <laughs> look through their eyes for a little bit, okay? Like, yeah. If, you, if you're going to have kids, do it. They're fun. Um, I have, I don't know if you can see in the background here, um, I have a, a, a triptych. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, my, my, so we have a great Dane named Gus. And um, my husband, my son, and I went and did a uh, painting class. And we each had a different um, a photo of our dog. It was a pet painting class. And so I, I, having that near me, it's just, it, it, it sparks a moment of joy. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also, you know, it just sort of re reminds you of the creativity you're capable of. Yeah. Yeah. That's really neat. And that's the moment of joy. That's, I like that a lot. We're going to use that in the, uh, the teaser for you. <laughs> um, did you have, do, or did you have a mentor? Oh, yes. I've been very lucky in my career. I've had several. Um, my uh, my one of my mentors um, is, uh, you know, I mean, uh, my best friend who introduced me and I worked for him, introduced me to um, the marketing partnerships business. And so I learned so much from him. Um, and then another mentor um, who... Uh, I've worked for her now twice um, at two different roles at Fox and then at Yahoo, um, who is just my guiding light. And um, I, I feel very, very lucky. So I make a really big point of even, you know, unofficially mentoring those around me. And interestingly enough, and I highly um, encourage others, um, depending on what stage of your career you're at, um, is um, sort of reverse mentorship. Like, you know, I mean, I really lean into some of, you know, Gen Z um, and uh, because, I mean, I, it's important to, to understand what that audience is into. And mm -hmm. also they have, uh, you know, I, I mean, as a parent, they help me be cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's something to that. So I highly recommend reverse mentorship. Find yourself a Gen Z. <laughs> That's interesting. All right. There you go. Read it with another bit of knowledge. So what's the funniest thing? Any of those two mentors you mentioned, what's the funniest thing if you had to think like right now, like that you can think of it, 
that happened during that that time of, of you know sort of being under their wing. Is there anything that stands out for you? I mean, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't describe it as the funnest. I think one of the one of the things that um, has stuck with me um, that my um, my mentor Lisa Licht, um, who I worked for at 20th Century Fox uh, on the film side and and at Yahoo, um, she she taught me two really significant things. One is she was a mom of three, and when we were at Fox, her kids were really young, and she was always home for dinner. Mm. And she would find ways to integrate them. I mean, granted, we were a movie studio. We worked for movies. So there's, you know, it's fun. Yeah. Um, and so, but she always looked for ways to um to um bridge parenting with 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 her work responsibilities, as well as define the line. Um and yeah, and I I learned a lot from her um, when I became a parent um, by seeing her model that behavior for me. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is she has this great analogy, which I am a very big proponent of. Um, it's a suitcase analogy. And the concept of that is very simple, that with every job you go to, you take certain skills with you um, into your yeah. next uh, role. And so as I've sort of looked at my career progression, going from entertainment um, to tech and now to aviation, you know, the ability to take, uh, to take certain skills from each of those roles. And then that, that, that helped propel me now into a completely odd <laughs> transition yeah. Yeah. of aerospace and aviation. Um, that's really instructive, uh, from, uh, from her and, um, and sort of this, this idea of thinking about your career suitcase. Ooh. So here's a, a little twist on it. Cause you mentioned this idea of boundaries and always being home. Do you feel like the last two years of now you are, or we are as home. Do you feel like those boundaries have been really, really blurred? Yeah. And that's, and so it's become so much more important on us, on, on, on us as individuals to, to define those boundaries and, and, and try to stay firm. I, you know, I, I'm very fortunate. We have a back house, um, uh, where, where my office is. And, but when my son comes home from school, he comes into the back house and I'm like, uh, I'm in the middle of, you know, and I mean, he's almost 12. He can, he can feed himself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like, you know, he's a, he's, he's a toddler or anything, which obviously is much more difficult, but, you know, being able to say, you know what? this is my work time. I will be, I will be there for you when, when, when I'm done. And I try to wrap up at a reasonable time. So I still have, you know, family time, but I mean, it is hard. I, I, I find it difficult. And, you know, I think it's maddening for a lot of people, especially those who have younger children, but then also those who don't have children and, you know, can, can almost, put them that can almost force them into a situation where they're constantly working constantly working your email's always on it's in front of you you got your phone you take it with you to the couch when you're done with the day but then it's still pinging and you feel like well i can yeah, i can answer this sitting right here it's not a big deal so you answer and then it just creates this this you're sense never of like, off you're never off yeah exactly and i like being off yeah <laughs> <laughs> everybody does and that's the problem is like even the people that you're working with that they're sending you stuff. They really want to be off too. I don't think they're trying to be jerks. Be like, I'm going to message this person, you know, 
I think they want to be off too. And it's just this, this perpetual cycle of, you know, this feeling, ah, just one last thing, one last thing, you know? Yeah. And then- well, and when your boss emails, you feel obligated to respond right away. And I just think again, like, look, easier said than done, but most of us, especially those of us in marketing are not curing, you know, brain cancer. Right. <laughs> so like it can wait. It can wait till tomorrow. Yeah. Exactly. Perspective. It's Perspective is key. It really is. Perspective is key. Um, perspective and context are key. Those are the two things that I, I think. Yeah. Um, can you think of a time? Well, we kind of actually touched on this a little bit. It's a mentorship thing. Um, can you think of a time when someone did something or told you something that changed the course of your life? So since we did do this briefly with the mentor, do you know, let's get specific. What was one thing that did change the course of your life? Yeah, it, I, 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 it is so vivid in my mind. I literally can picture myself sitting there. Um, my first job out of college, and I'm totally dating myself, was at LA Gear, um, LA which Gear, for oh those gosh. of you who are younger is where um, is uh, the company that made light up shoes. Yes, um, I had a pair of Yes, <laughs> and so where I met my first mentor, um, George Leone, he and I did um, a, a deal with the Power Rangers. Um, so there was a Power Rangers promotion aligned to um, LA Gear Shoes. And we worked together pretty closely. And one day he um, he sat me down and he said, I want you to come work for me. And I said, well, doing what? I don't actually understand what you do. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he said, don't worry about it. I can, I can teach you all of the nuances of partnerships and promotions. What I can't teach you is, 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 is the ability to connect with people, the mm-hmm. ability to engage with people, to, to, to quote unquote sell and to problem solve, to be strategic. And you have those. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that, <clears throat> and that was my pivot. Um, you know, uh, not just from LA gear. Um, but that was my pivot out of more traditional comms, uh, role, which I, which was this first job out of college into what has been my career of content and, um, and partnerships. Wow. What a cool thing to be able to have told you at a young age, you're like, wait a minute, I never thought about that, you know? And, and that's had to be, I mean, obviously, you know, years later, you're like, I'll never forget that one moment. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we're the majority of us are probably our own worst critics and don't see what other people see in us. And so having a mentor, having someone identify something in you, uh, I mean, that obviously it changed the trajectory of my professional um, path, but uh, it's also, it's, it's so uh, um, Mm eye-opening having someone see something that you have no perspective on. Yeah, absolutely. I think the funny thing about that is when, when you make it very clear, like this person did for you, and then it's still not understood. It's like, no, this is, I'm telling you exactly what it is. You know, in, for me, it's always this, I can hire, I can hire anybody and I can teach anybody how to use Photoshop and After Effects and the tools of the trade, and that kind of stuff. I can't teach them how to be creative. We can help, can help them with some tools and some things to do, but some folks or, or like naturally gifted artists, you know, it's like, that's why I'm hiring you. I need you to see that. 
and not get mired down in the other things. And it's like, when it's, when that message doesn't click, you know, there's that disconnect. It's really frustrating. You're like, I'm just, I just told you, like, this is what's important. Focus on this. Stop focusing on these other things. Um, and I think that that's really cool that at that young age, you were able to see it like, oh, it clicked for me. That's really neat. And now, you know, it, like you said, it changed the whole path. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Let's see what time is it. We got time for one more. <clears throat> uh, this will be interesting because you, because you have some social, because you've been in social media tech world. What's something in your field that you're tired of seeing? Oh. I mean, there's a lot. What's <laughs> <laughs> the first one that jumps into your head? I, I, I mean, it's a little bit, uh, I'm going to say this more from a broad uh, perspective, but mm-hmm. it's, it's short-sightedness. Oh. It is, it is, it is remarkably frustrating to, to see when, uh, in general, um, brands, partners, content creators, platforms, you know, all of the tools, so to speak, um, and, 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 and assets, um, and, and resources that, that en- encompass my universe, uh, and, and, and constantly being confronted with that sort of short-sightedness that you're not thinking about the long-term possibilities, but it's about like hitting a certain KPI short-term or, um, or fulfilling, you know, an executive's, uh, whim or desire, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it's frustrating and it's myopic and it's, I, I think in many cases counterintuitive. Yep. So I, I, yes, that. that. That's huge. I was just, I had lunch with a buddy of mine who he works at a PR slash ad agency uh, here in DC. And we just had this conversation and it was just this, this mad frustration of seeing all of that happen and wondering like, who said, what the, you can't even finish your, your, your question because it's so mind boggling to you. Of like, how can you not see this long-term or how, why are you so short-sighted? You know, it's like, that is terribly frustrating as somebody who feels like this is what we do. We help figure these problems out and blah, blah, blah. And how are, can you see this and how that make air and how that get on TV or how that ad get printed when it's clearly, he's like, you know? Yeah. Um, well, that's, and that's one of the reasons why it's really exciting for me with boom that we have like, we, we see the end zone. Mm-hmm. So this, I, I hate using uh, um, sports analogies because I don't know anything about sports, but <laughs> I'm assuming my use of the end zone. You got is it, correct. right on, yep. We know we want uh, that we will fly commercial in 2029. So it's like, mm-hmm. so there is nothing but, I mean, there's obviously short-term goals and objectives, but we've got the long view. Yeah. So that's, that's the big difference for me in this role. And I think that is a little bit, of rarity because you really need, you know, there's not many industries where you have that kind of long lead time. Yeah. Yeah. Short-sightedness folks. Another one, another good one. Um, Rita, I know you got a full day ahead of you, so we're going to end there and say thank you and give you a little bit of time. If you get anything to plug, now's the time to do it. 
Um, obviously, we've been plugging Boom pretty good here. So, uh, so if there's anything else that uh, anything you're watching, any shows that you uh, you want to you want to plug, or like what what are you into these days? Ooh, well, I just finished season two of Bridgerton, which is very com- uh, controversial in t- uh, for those who were fans of season one um, and the differences between those two. But I, I mean, that is my money back guarantee right now. Just FYI. Okay. <laughs> All right. I love that. Oh, Adding a little crazy. spice to the conversation. That's, Watch that's, Bridgerton. That's <laughs> awesome. That's good stuff. Um, Rita, thank you very much. This was a lot, a lot of fun. I will, um, man, when I'm out in LA, we'll, uh, we'll get together and have some, some beverages, you know. It's, uh, it's I look forward time. to it. Yeah. It's been, it's been too long and I thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No, thanks for coming on. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you.